Honk. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time Honk. for the main event. Welcome everybody to Honk If You Love Wrestling Podcast. Introducing first from wherever, rain, whatever, pressure squeeze. T-B-C. Welcome to the Honk If You Love Wrestling Podcast. This week, injury updates from the boys. Plus, we discuss the subjective art form of professional wrestling when we talk about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Deathmatch, the Golden Vampire, Edge Retirement, Miz and Tazawa. Yeah! Let's start the show! Oh, man. I think you said let's start the show. I'm going to guess because uh, I was gone. I, I had to go to the races this weekend at uh, Watkins Glen, so my hearing's a little bit bad, but uh, I'm back. I'm back, baby. Still in charge. Still in the just, driver's seat. Just me and you, Maddie Kay. Oh, yep, yep, yep. How was your, uh, your week? Anything fun? Yeah, a lot going on. A lot going on. Yeah, going to Darien Lake. A lot going on. Oh, that sounds great. Well... Well, uh, like I said, since I'm back in charge, um, I guess we should just kind of jump right back into things. Hey guys, what's going on? Oh, look who it is! Wait, how did you get back here? I thought I took care of you last week. You can't put a good boy down. TBZ's back in the house, baby! God, relegated to third string. Three people in the house today. Welcome, boys. That's why I said injury updates. We're going to hear all about uh, TBZ on maybe why he wasn't here last week and why Maddie K tried to take away the steering wheel and just run away with the show while he gave, like I said, a, a big ankle lock. So what, what What happened? What's going on, TBZ? Let, let, let's Welcome get real. Back. Welcome Matt back. Matt thinks it was the ankle lock, but I, it, it was the buckshot lariat earlier in the match that really softened it up. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Certain people can do that with or without hurting their ankle. I guess I know which side you're on. <laughs> hey, I'm just, I have, I have more respect for Hangman. That's all I'm saying. Yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm 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 couch surfing now, so a new location for recording. Uh, that's also why the quality is a little bit different here. I got my headset now as opposed to my usual mic, so uh, we're we're making do. We're making it work. Hey, I'm also in a new studio. I have to name this studio. Like I'm in my new house. I complained over the last year about looking for a house. Finally purchased one. Uh, first day I lived in it, I got water in the basement. That's another story. We'll get to that another time, but. Yeah, I got a new. What, what should we call this place? You know the the, you know you know goose video Gooseville or something. I don't know. I think, Honkville. I think we'll put a poll out at Wrestling Honks on formerly known as Twitter and uh, have the folks name the uh, the studio. Yeah, I need I need a name for my new little recording area, recording home of the podcast going forward. Um, but yeah, so many things going on. And again, looking forward to that goose concert. 
wait. I immediately wait. vote for the Mr. Rizzo effect. Mr. Rizzo effect. <laughs> I think right. Grayson Wallerhead will want a word with you, sir. <laughs> yes. Well, that's about all he'll want since he won't get into a match. Oof. Take Oof. that. Take that. But yeah, this is all temporary while I heal up and then, uh, you know, invoke my rematch clause against uh, Matty KO there. But, uh, you know, just uh, <laughs> just put a bow on it. I, I did find it humorous that he was making a reference com- comparing me to Ronda. And uh, I think he was mistaken because uh, little does he know, I'm more of a Liv Morgan to his Shayna Baszler. And he's going to he's got an oblivion coming to him real soon. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I'm actually slightly disappointed. Uh, for anybody who knows me on a personal level, knows that the only broken bone that I have was my humorous bone. So when you start off by saying something humorous, I I really oh, thought you were going for another broken bone comparison there. <laughs> it also, is oh, that why you're not funny? Got him! Oh, I'm going to say that one say... 500 times. <laughs> uh, uh, you only live once. Yes. <laughs> so just so, yeah. throw that out there for fun good to be back guys i was having ca- cabin fever mr rizzo sent me a a raw uh edit of the episode and i i was getting fomo just listening to you guys so i'm glad to be back in back in the house yeah we missed yes. you I, I hope i did you i hope i did you proud hope I did you proud you yeah there great. was a, there was a time that like you kind of spoke for TBZ tried to get his feelings on something. I don't specifically remember what it was, but that did well, happen. It was it was so, the Rob Van Dam coming well, back. I was about to say, like the fact that I didn't hear from TBZ at all on whatever the topic was, probably meant that you nailed his opinion because I well, just meant like you would have spoken up whether it wasn't. So well, I, think I, know, cool. I know my I think man when it comes cool. to old cool. retired guys. Well, I'll say this. I was impressed with Rob Van Dam in his match. Yeah, he, he, he surprised me. The, the correct take. The correct take. Um, you know, though, actually, going back, going back and listening to the episode, though, um, I, one thing I missed, and I'm very sad about it, but I need to real quick bring it back. Uh, Mr. Rizzo, when we did our little Foley scale, um, I missed when you said you thought that I was actually going to say between Seth, Shinsuke, and Sammy, like who you would actually marry, fucking kill. Um, so I would actually like you to answer that now, please. Hold on. It wasn't between those three people in particular. I thought you were going to ask the overall question of like WWE roster or the AEW roster and not just those particular three guys. So that's what I thought you meant. I'm like, oh, we're going to end up getting into trouble with this one. But either Uh, way. that's all. I, I got you. Well, I'm just saying, stop trying to dance around the question, sir. It has now been posed. Uh, Mary fuck kill Seth oh, Shinsuke whoa, whoa. or Sammy. That's, that's old hat. We're past that now. <laughs> I do want to uh, make one house. I, 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 I do want to make answers to my version later down the road. That'll be my tope. <laughs> yeah. all right, all There's right. one housekeeping bit that I actually wanted to say last week because I noticed I said something wrong. Two weeks ago, I was talking about how, you know, I was a fan of, I think it was Seth and Finn since their triple threat match. And I said it was WrestleMania 38. I was grossly off and it was WrestleMania 34. So I do apologize for that blunder, but uh, I do know my wrestling. <laughs> you know, he's Anywho. Like, I'm never, I might get stuff wrong all the time and I'm not going to do 
the the homework of clearing it up. So I'm glad that TBZ is making sure everyone's getting it's like, no, I got it. I got it. I, I caught it in it. editing yeah, and I was I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. So I was like, oh, I'll just do it next week. And then cool, life was like, cool. how about fuck you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Leslie, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed couch surfing. It's given me a lot of time to kind of catch up on some media. I watched all the boys, R- Mr. Rizzo. You should check it out. It's real good. Um, hell, I even caught some episodes of Bluey. Oh my God, you beat Maddie K to Bluey, and I wasn't the one to bring it up, and we did not talk about this before the show. I swear to God, I swear to God. So, yeah. So, uh, uh, are I'm you converted, I'm, I'm TBZ? Are you converted? Are you converted? I no, but I get it. I, I get the appeal. I'll just say this: some of the episodes, I was just like, "This kid is out of control right now." Bluey's gotta gotta watch it. I'll I'll say this: Do you, do, did you see the Stump Fest episode? Stump Fest. I yeah. love Stump Fest. That episode like which... Bluey. You agreed. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Okay. <laughs> I was feeling okay. for Bluey's dad. Is all I was saying. I was just like, bless this man because he is a saint dealing with Bluey. <laughs> I'm sorry we're going down this hole, but this is so funny because <laughs> I have a new home and I use the weed whacker that I got for the first time. And there's a big area that I may need to just clean up because it's a lot of overgrown grass. And I was excited to find out that there's a stump there that I'm going to have to get rid of if I want to put in the sliding patio door in the back of my house. So the first time when I saw it, I just went, stump fest! (laughs) Time to get the salon going on that stump. (laughs) Hey, Matty K, welcome to the show. I hate you both so much. (laughs) I like this so much better when TBZ was not here. You we uh, we had him outnumbered. Oh, is, is that is you want a rematch then? <laughs> we getting this match going? <laughs> Something oh you'll God. never hear me say again. On to AEW, please. <laughs> this is good. We're gonna we're gonna make you actually watch we AEW weekly just so you don't have to hear about Bluey. <laughs> all right, all right. We've talked long enough. That's. I'm just excited uh, to see you boys, that's all. So let's get to the the meat and potatoes of this episode. Let's talk wrestling. Are we going to talk about some controversial stuff with this Texas Chainsaw Massacre Deathmatch? I, I was so glad that everyone showed up to the party in white. That was very nice. <laughs> of course, you know, if you got a you got a bloody massacre on your hands, of course you got to bring white. That, but you get that. How are you going to see the blood if you if you don't wear white? Also, it's before Labor Day, right? We can still wear white. It's all good. But the white, the white cowboy hat with the white feather or the fur coat or whatever that was that that was that was perfect. I did. I loved. I loved Hardy's uh, face paint though. That looked great. Yes. Yeah. That it was, was really, cool. really. I wouldn't say over the top, but I meant it was like more than I would expect for them to do for a match, and it looked really awesome. Uh, my, so my, cool. my 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 one. My one big dislike was the first like couple minutes of the match though felt like Fiend versus Seth Hell in a Cell with all the red lights. I was like, there's just too, yeah. there's just too much. There's too much. Just it's all right. It's all right. My but. my overall issue with them was just uh, the fact that they did so much that we didn't get to see because of the commercial breaks and the uh, uh, the picture and picture and i think i we we i would have liked it a little bit more for what i didn't get to see dbz uh, 
Mr. Rizzo, you beat me to it. I was going to say my only beef with this was the pacing of the match. Where they put the picture-in-picture picture in the commercials were terrible. I remember watching the that one iconic scene where uh, I think it's... Uh, Sanjay Dute! Yeah, Sanjay Duck comes through the double doors, and it was like, wow, this is really cinematic. Two bats in the little corner while they're doing a commercial. I was like, this is the worst time for this. Yeah, I was disappointed, and it it makes me really uh, upset that I don't get to watch it like our fellows from the uh, across the pond in the UK. They watch like a live like feed from a different company, so they get to see all that. They always watch Dynamite or Collision. Like it's a two-hour pay-per-view where it's unedited and there's no commercials. So if I was able to watch it like that every week, it's just a lot more fun. It's just a live, independent wrestling show. That's why some of that gets translated a different for different audiences yeah, that way. So but I, I'm same, yeah. But there, I did, I did I, not I, care I for because... with this match. I want to talk about it. Just one sec. Go ahead, TBZ. Oh, I was just gonna say it's just every time I, like I was starting to get into it, I was like, all right, I'm into this match. Time for commercial, and I'm like, <sighs> yeah, all right. I was I was up, cool, it's happening. And then, like you said, I'm missing most of the match and I don't get to see a lot because of the picture picture. Uh, and then, well, oh my God, there's a dude with the chainsaw. I'm, I'm, you mean Leatherface? Come yeah, on. Face is, there was yes. the tease for Leatherface the whole time and then he came out and then scared off J J Double J's wife and then yep. left with her. Which, Out of what, all the people that terrorized we saw, we saw more of her in that match than we saw of Double J. Like hundred percent, I saw I, there were more close ups on her and, and her talking. And if you get a chance to go back and watch when they leave backstage and they start running back to get towards the towards the ring, she starts screaming, "Help! We're gonna die!" And <laughs> I was I was losing it over that. Absolutely losing it over that. Good acting on her part. Yeah, and, and at think... that part, Matty K, like when they're going back to the ring, I almost felt bad for Double J. Like he was getting the shit beat out of him at that point. They like go back into the ring. Leatherface chases his wife away, and then they like they all just gang up on him. It's like you know the Hardys plus all their entourage and Jeff Jarrett, and they all like circle him, and they're like, "All right, I'll throw him to you. We do a move." And I was like, "Is this man gonna die soon?" Like Jesus. I, I did. I did laugh a little bit too as, as they came back out to the ring. Um, I hope they kicked out the 20 guys that were hiding under the ring vaping that all this big cloud just came out out of nowhere and then never came yep. back again. But it's just there were just so many little things in there that I was just like, why? Why? Yeah, it was some of it was a little long, but like I I knew what I was getting, I guess, right when it started. Like it wasn't like the way it started with Jarrett, with Jeff with the wall and whatever it's starting on the, I, I was like, Oh, okay. It's going to be this style. But then, like I said, I went up and down with like, Oh, but then it's not going to see all of it. But where they really had me like kind of on the uh, back on top with it, not being a five-star match, but just like really enjoying myself. And mostly just cause I, I thought it would just be conversation for our show was we got a new title belt. We did, <laughs> and I just thought that oh would have been funny to talk about. That's why I said it. I I had Maddie K's response once they once he won and they brought that belt out. I was like, "This is for a belt." Oh, it's not like it was for a belt. They're not going to have another championship for a belt. They just did it once for the movie for the not the movie the game Video whatever game. blah 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 blah. If they do another thing, 
I'll be on I'm bored with you. But like that's exactly how I looked at it. They just this one off thingy. Maddie Kay, no, I'll let you I... go after this point right here, but you're telling me that Double J ain't gonna bring around that belt in a production where you have one belt that doesn't mean shit and hasn't for years. The FTW belt? Um Whoa, whoa, they're about to retire that belt, and that's that because much... they're retiring it. You need to bring out a new one. You can't just go negative. We need to fill the void of this belt that nobody gave a shit about. From, from the dust of this belt, we will we will create <laughs> a new one. Out, out of blood from the massacre. <laughs> the blood belt. <laughs> the blood belt, Lord. I, I, need, so, I need like the fiend's face on it. Did Jeff Jarrett eat after midnight? Is that what is that we're sticking with? Is that what I said? <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It's just all of a sudden, just another belt appeared. I don't know. I where. will say this is the third match that I've watched Jeff Jarrett, and it's the third match where I've yet to see him do anything close to a wrestling move, other than just punch a guy or hit him with something. That's all he does. It's literally all he does. Yep, he's got that he's guitar. Pretty, it would be nice if he did a suplex, but you're right. As long as he just did like, I don't know, did Start one suplex. Sweep. Well, ah, a DDT. Well, you don't even have to do anything for he a DDT. Does the, he does the strut, so it kind of works. That that's all. I don't <laughs> oh, know. You mean MJF strut? All right, Ric Flair. Yes. <laughs> oh, good. Wow. Well, I'm glad he's not doing anything uh, original. Speaking of Ric Flair, I was at Darien Lake today, and someone went on the motor coaster, and the entire time. So I don't know how long the ride is for like forty-five seconds, maybe. He was doing woo. <laughs> Woo! Woo! And I just said to my daughter, I'm like, who it's Ric Flair's on there. And she looked at me first and then after a few seconds, they're oh and got it. It was it was great. But yeah, it was pretty I wish I could have recorded it, but it was funny. Anyway. Unless anybody else has anything else to say about this match. Um it was a lot about the death match, a lot going on. We'll see if that belt shows up again, because if it does, yeah. we're going to have a lot more to talk about, it's aren't we? a fun match. Uh, I do find it funny that this match was to advertise the Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game, but they didn't have any commercials during Dynamite, like during commercial breaks for this game. It's like the only advertisement was this match that was, quote, What was the match? That brought oh, wow. Yeah, I was just like, what? what? Just it, it it seemed very disjointed. I was like, bros, like you're not doing this game justice. I mean, hell, I fuck, man, I didn't even know this game was coming out. And while watching this match, I'm like, is this a movie? Is it? A... I went from movie to TV series to video game, and I'm like googling it while the match is happening. I'm like, it just it felt half-assed, you know? It just felt like a TK needed a money grab, and he was like, ah, eh, sure, we'll slap it on this match. Same. So, so is Leatherface not an actual like wrestler? Is Leatherface just the equivalent of the Cinnamon Toast Crunch guy? Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Nope. All right. All right. Wait, wait, <laughs> I was it, trying wasn't, to... it wasn't just randomly like Lance Archer with like his Halloween costume. I don't know. Well, that's that's why that's what I was expecting. Was just somebody who was just when uh, he just came out. I was that. I was trying to do the guessing game of which superstar is Leatherface. <laughs> well, we'll get to one of those of like who is this guy? Anyway. Let's talk about Jericho and uh, his answer for Don Callis. I'm yes, not sure. we finally uh, are no longer beating around the bush, and Jericho gives his answer to Don on this episode. And this is what I alluded to a little while ago, not to jump the gun here, but trying to figure out what Jericho was going to be doing at Wembley. 
Um, and we finally found out. And you called it, Mister Rizzo. He's going to be performing as with Fozzie. That's what he's going to be doing. <laughs> yep, I did see that. They're, they're yes. going to be headlining headliners. Yeah, he's going to be performing his music. It's going to be great. But no, we got we got the jump to Will Osprey after what he did the final like sneak attack after a kind of weird segment that I think worked. You know, it's just it kind of it kind of. It went a little long. I mean, it was just knowing no- weird. knowing nothing about their background. I actually was able to follow it really, really well. So I actually, I will tell you from a storytelling point of it, they I, I enjoyed it. I got the where they were coming from. Um, so it like it's it's sold on that aspect for me. I just I'm 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 on the side of the camp of where I'm actually disappointed because I really like Will Osprey and I feel like this is a waste of a match. Oh, okay. We're going to dig your teeth into that, but go ahead, TVZ. I, I, my only beef with this segment and why I feel like it, like the execution was a little janky, was that, like, why would Don Callis have that picture there? It doesn't make sense. Like, even if you thought he was going to say no, wait till after you fucking hear. Don't just, like, go all in on a thing. You're like, well, fuck you or whatever, you know? It's just that painting being there and the catalyst for why uh Jericho gave the answer that he gave just that didn't work for me. Oh, uh, you actually didn't like storytelling. I thought I thought that was just cheesy enough for callous where it works. I mean, I thought that was okay. Like I said, man, it's just don't call your shot before you get your answer. It's it's basically like me going to you Mr. Rizzo and being like, I'm going to ask if Mr. Rizzo wants to come over, but if not, I'm going to paint a picture of me murdering him and I'm going to keep it right next to me ready to just unveil it when he says no. Oh, he didn't say no. Let me get this out of point. here then. Like, wait till afterwards and then like bring it on next week to commission and be like, now that Jericho has officially said no, fuck you. <laughs> you know what the difference is though between you and Don doing it though is uh, He's Don's ego. Well, well that's uh, you. And it's, ego, gonna, yeah. it's, it's, it's gonna be Don's ego, right? He even said to Jericho, like, you have the biggest ego in wrestling during that whole segment. Or is it actually Don because you turn your back on Omega and you're willing to put that uh, piece of artwork out there beforehand, just thinking you're already going to know the answer and you're going to make a point um, because you got Osprey and you have take a shit of behind you and who I'm also disappointed in him for different reasons, but I digress. <laughs> I, I kind of worked because I thought it was a good way to get to Osprey. Like he was going to turn on him no matter what, but maybe if, Jericho said, I don't want to be in your stupid club and unveiled the picture and even surprised him. Takeshita was going to beat him up. And Jericho could have been ready for Takeshita, but Osprey still would have been there as the final you know, guy to take him out. And that sets up the match that we're going to get at Wembley. And that was what I was what I first mentioned. And Matty K said it was a kind of a waste of a match. And I'm on I'm I was at one point thought hey why or what's going on there is some story with this supposed to happen a couple years ago with new japan and it never happening because of the pandemic so that's one thing but it is going to be the biggest match that will osprey is ever going to have and it's on a biggest stage with not ever going to have at the moment that he's had against one of the biggest stars that he's had so that's this just is, this isn't it. even going to be in his top three matches for the year. He's placed. He's fought Omega twice this year. Both those matches are bigger than this. Neither of them are going to be in front of this many people. In this, that's the point. That's that's what I mean. 
to be largest crowd of the biggest. Size doesn't always matter. He's he's technically correct. Side rant. I'm sorry, but quick side rant. I can't wait to stop hearing about every person in the ring, whether it's WWE or AEW, keeps talking about how their event is now selling the most tickets ever and the most single days tickets ever for <laughs> WrestleMania. And this, everybody, it's so, God, it's like God. it's like when we're coming up to an election and you just can't wait until it's over so the commercials stop. That's how I feel listening to these guys talk about the sales for All In and WrestleMania. Well, I got some bad news for you. All Out is like a couple weeks after All In, so we're, we're in the throes of the biggest ever forever ever again <laughs> can't wait yeah Super can't wait. No, i'm with you it's just yeah, every we're just breaking records all all rise baby <laughs> uh yeah, yeah i can I I, i'm i'm on board with you maddie k so i'm just gonna get past it as like you said and keep talking about osprey and jericho i do Why like do you- that don Callis has become like this uh, uh v- for lack of a better term, like the catalyst with which to funnel new Japan guys in that are like starting to come into AEW. So no, it's no longer, Hey, let's have Moxley fight, uh, uh, Ibushi or Hey, for a one-off or Hey, let's have Kingston fight. Uh, uh, who's the bulldog I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Tommy Hero Ishii. Yes. Uh, no, Stone and now it's more, yeah, so now it's more like, oh, hey, you know, Takeshita, we want him to kind of be a, a mainstay on AEW. Let's use Don Callis to be like, this is his anchor to keep him here. Uh, and now again with uh, with Osprey, if they're going to want to kind of give bring him around with some regularity, Don Callis is a good way to do that. I, I, despite my critique of the storytelling of this segment, I did enjoy the segment, and I thought it was good. Uh, I'm enjoying these paintings. They're outlandish and ridiculous. <laughs> like, I'm kind of wondering, do they already have all these paintings? They're like, shit, we got to get rid of these. Uh, <laughs> let's let's do a segment where you put that out there or something, you know? I, I want to see one vignette where they, like, cut over to Don in his home, and he, you just see all these paintings, like, randomly up on the <laughs> yeah, wall somewhere. They, yeah. they got, he's got to have them on display someplace. Yep, um, yep. Hey, I do have a quick side question with Osprey. Did I see right that uh, the U.S. belt that he won from Omega, he just took the plate off and put the U.K. flag on it. So now it's the U.K. belt. Is that a real thing? Is that what? Could you tell me, like everyone, for the people who can't see the video, the, the boys are shaking their heads. Yes. Um, the what, what? What's the deal with that? Is that is that a thing? Is that a big thing? Is that a bigger thing than I realize it, it that it is? Or is it I a, think a funny thing? The fact that. Majority of the wrestlers that are even associated with New Japan still that would contend or have contended for that belt over the last few years are associated with AEW. And yeah, they they would still contend, but they're just never there. So it really wasn't a thing as soon as someone who's not affiliated with the U- United States, who's been a mainstay for the company and doesn't belong to that country. It's like, and they don't have any IC title belt anymore to just be like, it doesn't mean anything as the United States to me. I don't care. So that just the, put it on the, there. The face plate of the belt. It's not uncommon for that to be swapped out. No, he just did it. That's what I mean. Uh, okay. And like, I, there's no, like I said, a few years ago, there was an IC title and a, and a world title and they combined them. And now there's only a heavyweight title that Sonata has. So and it sounds then, like to answer Matty K's question, yes, it is a big deal. 
Yeah, and it's just kind of funny that Osprey did it as a way to just torture or at you know Kenny a little bit, or you know, kind of yeah. I'm replacing you, and I'm 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 replacing you in more ways than one. Did I don't think that's a match for us for Jericho? Like, I don't know if the title's in the line, but maybe they would do that just to make it even. I'm going on the record saying no. At current, it's just those two wrestling, and by God, it better not be for that fucking belt. It doesn't need to be. So anyway. I, I know I, I said agree. this before, and I haven't done it because it's a lot of homework, and I don't know if I'll do it again. But I have s- gone on record saying that if, if Jericho ever fought Omega, that man would get turned to dust. So that's what we're going to see on All Out or All In. Sorry, I'm pulling a powerhouse Hobbs. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. I like this. We're going long with AEW stuff, and Maddie K's got a lot to say with stuff. I'm not sure if you guys are going to be able to get to the PPV on Sunday with it being like your first, you know, uh, dip back into football season where you get to start at 12 o'clock and it's going to end at like, you know, four or five, you know, it's going to be kind of nice. I'm not sure what you guys are up to on Sunday. We'll get to that later. For all we'll in? Get to that later. Yes. For all in, for all in. Yeah, cause yeah, it's cause it's in it's the UK. It's not a night pay-per-view. Ever. It's not a night pay-per-view. It's an easy way to get to it from noon to whatever. So yeah. Yeah. Well, Different thing. I mean, Different thing. I, I, anyway, yeah, we're probably going to cover it, so we obviously have to watch it. <laughs> um, but like I said, Adam Cole and MJF is kind of the greatest. I mean, who doesn't want to see a kangaroo kick? Moving on. Yep. 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 <laughs> I love the king. His hops were so good. <laughs> like the fact that MJF is going to sell enough just doing that and just be make not making fun of himself, but just be like doing something ridiculous like that is. Just he's the best, and I, and he's the worst, and it's just so cool. It's well, on so, this episode so cool. of Dynamite, they had a uh, a promo off. They actually, uh, you know, chirped back and forth at each other. It was story time with uh, better than you, baby. But I was, you know, I was uh, I was watching this with my wife and sitting next to me, and I was just like, these two work so well off of each other. They they struck gold, and I've been saying this: these guys can't break up. I'm sorry, guys, you're too good. Like, I'm loving this. This is... Move over, Bloodline. This is the best story in wrestling right now. I'm saying it. That's TBZ's guarantee. If you watch this, you will fall in love with these two, and it is it is a treat what they're doing. My thing, sorry to cut anybody off, but my thing with MJF is that it's consistently different. Everyone's like, well, he's doing this and this. I'm like, no, he's doing it this way this time. No, he's going about it this way. No, he's having a song and dance with a... Hall of Fame wrestler, and then they're going to, you know, eat a steak. I just, it's just, he, he's always doing something different, and I'm always here for it. And uh, yeah, it's great. It's just great. And that I would agree. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go No, go ahead. Oh, all I was just going to say is that uh, these these promos were great. Uh, just them going back and forth, and they're they're t- they're. They're tiptoeing this line of like, hey, we're friends, but also we acknowledge that we're going to be fighting each other. So, you know, we're going to we're going to have to, you know, come come knives out at all in. But uh, so far, they're maintaining this friendship. This friendship doesn't seem it doesn't seem like there's cracks in the friendship yet. No, but it does seem like there's a Roderick Strong just sitting there waiting to do something. (laughs) He's He's definitely the wild. He's absolutely the wild card in this whole thing. And and. Some somehow he becomes involved, but without trying to go down speculation stuff, because I don't know what it'll be, and I'm I'm enjoying just kind of waiting to see what it'll be. But man, I'll tell you, um, 
I, I'm so uh, to your point, TBZ, I've really, really enjoyed this. Really, really enjoyed all the stuff about this. This has made me really like MJF as for, for what he is. Um, it feels like though, right. I'm just always listening to the promos and listening to what people are saying. And man, does it feel like they are really trying to build MJF into a face and like getting you to know his backstory. Like I didn't know any of this stuff about him and, uh, you just, you made it, he made himself seem like he was a guy who came from rags now to riches in his little promo Mm -hmm. and man, it made it just feel like I'm going to go down predictions if you're okay with it, but it just, it really made me feel like MJF is dropping this to Cole, like Cole dropped the, uh, put put his exact line was, I will win this by any way possible. And I think that one really stands out. I I really think like he's going to pull out everything he needs to. And this, he's an almost turn on you because that's why you're making MJF the face now because you're going to get a Cole full, heel turn to win it nice nice yeah i it, to to piggyback off of a thing you just said maddie it, it, i do like how it does feel like mjf is becoming a face because that's kind of that's new territory for him he's always just been this ultra mega heel that everybody hates and now he's just slowly coming over and you can I even like how MJF is playing it off like he's even like, yeah, this is new to me. How do I do this? What's where are we? I just say the name of the city and they love me. You know, it's just the little details in this is great. And I love he's saying cut our music. He always is like, cut my music. And was, cut our music. I so, had that note. That was that was awesome. Oh, it's so great. But uh, uh, since we're throwing out predictions here, I I've been saying it. And I'm sticking to it. MJF. It's all a ruse. It's all a ruse. He's just testing it out, seeing if he likes being a face. And I think at the end of the day, we all know his nature is being a shitbag. I mean, he even says it. He's our shitbag. But <laughs> he can't escape that. And, I, you know, it's it's like the uh, it's like in Talladega Nights. Um, I forget what part of the movie, but it's uh, Ricky Bobby and his dad are talking. And he's just like, yeah, things are feeling a, it's feeling a little too good here. Uh, you want to go get And then and Ricky Bobby's just like, you want to go get kicked out of an Applebee's? He's like, yep. <laughs> so it's just like, that's how I picture MJF to be. He's like, I tried being a face. It's just not for me. I, I just, just I, you know me. I'm a shitbag, and I feel like he is going to, he's he's still going to be an asshole, and that's, he's going to, he's not going to drop the belt. If anything, my prediction is Adam Cole won't win the belt, but they will win the Ring of Honor belts. And therefore, that way, it could be like, hey, you lost, but hey, we still got these both. We're still friends, right? So you can kind of continue that storyline and who knows? Go from there. Well, I'm, but, uh, I'm 100%, I'm 100% off opposite. I'm saying they don't win those tag belts and Cole wins the the, the world title. I like what's, this. Uh, what's, yours? what's yours, Mr. Rizzo? I like this because I'm going to be, I'm not sure if I'm in the middle or whatever, but I think that, like I predicted last week, and it's still going to go this way, was that. Th- Adam Cole was going to cost MJF the tag titles and that was going to be their ultimate falling out. But we've already seen maybe in the last promo of Adam Cole kind of ready to turn on MJF, which doesn't really matter because MJF is always going to turn on Adam Cole. I'm this is the first match of MJF's reign that I thought there's a possibility that he could lose. I'm still going to go. 95% 95% chance that he retains. I'm only giving Adam Cole like a 5% chance of actually shocking us 
and creating something, but I, I'm I can't Shock wait for system. all of this. <laughs> oh, 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 but that speaking of which, that's the one thing that they're teasing of how uh Roddick Strong's gonna influence this and if it is or how it is or who he's gonna do and how we'll see if that's a thing. So they're just anyway, I'm, a, I'm a fan. Uber baby face in this because it's just like Adam Cole's just having a time of his life. He's just like, hey, we're doing great, you know, and they keep putting him in these roles where it's like they're, they're polarizing him. It's like MJF is the jock. Oh, you go around and womenizing and shit. And Adam calls all the like, you know, hey, let's play video games and hang out and stuff. And the quote nerdy type. Are we dead silent because we're moving on to one of the most coolest things that happened in wrestling this week? <laughs> well, I'm done with this, and I'm noticing we are going long. But, uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good to move on. Yeah, I know how much you want to talk about the golden vampire. That's why I brought it up. Uh, <laughs> um, we have a lot of opinions, I think, on this. Uh, which we is did have a funny fun. spat about this, and Rizzo got me heated when we were talking about it. So we <laughs> thought it'd be funny to put it on the episode here. But uh, we're moving on to AEW Collision. Yes, yes. Not too much to break down. Like I said, the, lot, the big week, we'll, we'll try to touch on this a little bit, and then we're going to get to a lot of things on the all-in uh, PPV that's going to happen. A little bit of fallout on this thing, I think. But, like, the way they started the show was, I wouldn't say controversial, but so it was would, They started off with a squash match, squash, you'd expect, from Samoa Joe. It's Samoa Joe versus the Golden Vampire? And uh, I believe, Mr. Rizzo, I even asked you, because the the way the announcers talked about him, it was kind of like, yeah, the golden vampire. You all know him, right? And I'm like, no, who the fuck is this guy? And they even did it, too. This is why I say it was a squash match. Golden vampire didn't even get an intro. He was already in the in the ring, ready to go for Samoa Joe's entrance. So the classic, oh, hey, Joe versus random dude. And I even asked you, Mr. Rizzo, I was like, is golden vampire like a Ring of Honor guy I don't know of? No, no, Some no. Random guy. Take it away, Mr. Rizzo. That, that, I'm just setting this up. I want to wait to hear what Maddie K actually see. Did no, nothing, nothing. Oh, okay. I well, just I think no, it's I'll funny. Go, I'll let you go first. I want to hear this argument. I didn't get to be a part of it. Okay. I just thought it was funny that it just felt like you just, this whole segment was a thorn in your side that just, it, it was horrible. It just bugged you. Yeah, like I said. You just, everything about it was bad to you. And like, I can't be any more of the exact opposite because of just how I thought all of that thing worked. It was all right. So I'll take take the reins back. So Samoa Joe gets his entrance for the squash match and uh, cats out of the bag. I mean, this happens literally within 30 seconds of this match starting. It's CM Punk in a golden vampire outfit. And he basically pulls the go to sleep. And then accepts Samoa Joe's uh, challenge for All In, which, you know, that they've been, you know, that's the whole story this has been is Joe challenged him and we didn't get an answer from CM Punk. So he accepts and then leaves the ring. So we don't get a conclusion to this match. And what irks me even more is that later in Collision, the announcers talk about how CM Punk beat Samoa Joe in a match earlier tonight. And that, that just enraged me because I go, no, CM Punk lost to a countout because he did his finisher and then walks out the ring. He doesn't pin him. He doesn't do anything. He's just like, I'm out of here. 
So he lost this match. Stop saying that he won. Matty Kent, you got to step in here first before I, before I, th- th- we got a lot to go. We, I got a lot to go on this. This is funny. Uh, this I, enraged him so much that he doesn't remember actually what happened. I That's what's funny. I had to That's rewind this segment like multiple times because I thought I missed stuff. I'm like, it's over? What's happening? What? <sighs> It's Go like, ahead, not, It's almost like me with the draft. I actually think that that's how heated he is with how <laughs> I bad this is. said the draft about going into a blind rage. The earth I is healing. <laughs> oh, move past it. It's Matty K. Matty K. Did you see? Did you see any of this segment? Do you have any clue I, we're talking about? No, I, I did. I did. Uh, I just, I needed to hear the, I needed to hear your guys' point of, point okay. of view on it to make sure, make sure that I knew where I was going to come in on this. Listen, <laughs> at the end of the day. I hate CM Punk. And okay, I hate everything on, that he does. Why? No, 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 no. This is my floor now. This is I'm in the driver's seat. I hate CM Punk. I hate everything he does. But TBZ, I'm going to disagree. This was so funny. <laughs> this was so funny because it would because it was so obvious. It was meant to be so obvious that it was just. Of course, this is how this played out, right? So I genuinely laughed at this, had fun at it, and then when I sat down to think about it, I went. Yeah, but I fucking hate CM Punk, so this was terrible. I'm siding with TBZ. This was terrible. Okay. You can side with him just because it's CM Punk. You, whatever. But I think it's funny that TV was, TBZ was such enraged that he doesn't remember the fact that there was not an official match. Like, Samoa Joe actually didn't even enter the ropes because he was attacked by said golden vampire. And then the ref who went to say something to the vampire, was pushed down to the ground, and then he attacked Joe, hit him with the the go-to-sleep, took his mask off, and said, I accept, and he had another word. But yeah, that's what happened, and you can not like that if whatever. The other part that I'm going to contend with is how you said how the announcers talk about how CM Punk won. And if you really listen to it, it's just funny because Kevin Kelly specifically was referring to the uh, Iron Savages as a new up-and-coming team that is on the show. And he said, just like the new up-and-comer that started the show this evening who got a victory over CM Punk. And Nigel McGinnis goes, you're being facetious. Like, no. That's not what happened. Like, no, the Golden Vampire did not get a win. Then he thank was- you, Nigel. At least someone's the voice of fucking reason on the goddamn announce desk. <laughs> and he was just joking about, like, what actually happened and blah, was, blah, blah. And, I was oh, so was blinded so with rage, so I couldn't funny. hear Nigel through all the rage going on in me. And, and So, I just want to say... Do, do, do you guys love how edgy CM Punk is? How he makes sure to take off the AEW logo on his mic before okay, he talks yes. on it? Well, Ooh, he's so edgy. Ooh, look at him. He says what the people want to hear. DBZ has a completely separate point that has everything like separate what I'm talking about. I finally I got one point. <laughs> I can't agree with you more about just that's the part of like, well, he's trying to do this as a next level play in 3D level. Tra- uh, that I don't care about. But I just thought it was funny. Like like you said, Manny K, it was kind of basic. We knew who it was right away. It's the stupid bam, bam, bam. I'm out. We're out in eight minutes. Samoa Joe, it's the only way you can get under his skin that way. And we'll see him and Wembley. So that's that was it. But 
it was just so funny of how much it, it kind of enraged TVC. So I think I know what our ticks are now. Mine's the draft, and yours is Golden CM Punk. Vampire. No, it's Golden CM Punk. Vampire. It's well, really just CM Punk. CM Punk might be everyone's like little tick, but specifically this segment of the Golden Vampire. Like if he ever shows up again and fights, um, uh, what was uh, Infinitio? Um, who was Gravity? the? No, 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 no. Um, is I think it's called Infinito. I'll look okay. it up and send you guys. Someone knows okay. who I'm talking about. It's kind of funny. Anyway, someone out there does. Hit us up at <laughs> Wrestling Hawks. Let us know what Mister Rizzo's talking about. <laughs> that was a lot of AE dubs, Maddie K. Thanks for thanks for getting to that with us. I know how Here's little what you have to watch. Honestly, it, it really I feel like it was CM Punk. The minute I saw it was P- CM Punk, I was like, God, I hate him. Oh, he took off that fucking logo on his mic. Oh, this is a match. Is it a match? I don't know. God, I hate this man. Get him off the fucking screen. And and my parting comment was, don't have a match. Just have a promo. Have Joe being like, CM Punk's a bitch and he won't accept my challenge. And you have him backstab him that way or something. That that was that was why. But like I said, I, I really think it was just my rage for CM Punk took over. And I was like, I hate everything about this. This is great. This is great. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, all right. Who wants to take someone? Take the reins. Someone take the reins right to WWE. Uh, what you got, Maddie K? What you got? Maddie K is is not getting us all the info at the moment, and well, as right. soon we're, as he we're can, back. We're there back. We're back. he is. I said I was gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the reins here for a second and just bring us to a screeching halt. I have one more question. So. Uh, in your opinion, who was the better Joker, Jack Nicholson or Sting? Uh, <laughs> see, this is going to be interesting. Um, I don't. It's inconclusive for me. Oh, all right. <laughs> That's going to piss off a friend of ours, which is funny. I knew nothing of Joker Sting, so watching this, I'm just like, this man's losing his goddamn mind. <laughs> like he's just—he's got to stop wrestling. He had one too many concussions, and now look what he's doing. I was like. <laughs> I was like, I need somebody to like confirm this is legit. What (laughs) a nice blast from the past! I enjoy, I enjoyed that. I'm half on TVZ side. I don't know a lot of Joker Sting, but I'm like, I want all of this. This is awesome. This is this is great. So I don't know. Fun times, unfortunately for Prince Nana. I didn't get to see him dance. Um, but yeah, uh, what else we got? What else? All right, we got? All, right, all right, I got the I got the reins back. So as I talked about last week, uh, we had a feeling that we might have been talking about Edge's retirement match this week, and by all signs of what happened we through SmackDown, you'd have to think that we're it was. moving on to WWE. We certainly are. It's WWE time. We've had enough AEW. We got to give WWE some love. But we're talking about Edge. Yeah. He's in WWE. Like I said, I thought we were talking about W. Anyway, he's still he's still got a contract through the end of September. We can talk about it then. But yeah, yeah I guess was. But he doesn't have a contract in WWE for any more matches. Well, so this is. Um, are we going to talk about his match, or are we going to dance around the rumors that would that Mister Rizzo clearly wants to get into? So, well, well, we could definitely talk about at least the match first. I, I mean. I thought the match was great. I mean, it might have been one of my favorite matches I've seen in a while. I thought it was really, really good. Um, and, and obviously, you knew Edge was going to win it, the way that they built up the whole thing. I know they were selling the whole day as his 25th anniversary, and every person who was on screen made sure to mention it. But 
it, it just it definitely felt like it's it was it was his re- it was going to be his retirement match. So you knew he was going to win it. And those boys put on a show like that was that was a great opponent for him to have if that's his last match. I think. Yeah, if it is, it was kind of cool. They had enough kickouts and enough moves that didn't normally happen. Um, that kind of popped the crowd enough. It was fun. Uh, it was interesting that it is the last match, whether it is or not. I kind of danced around that for a minute and kind of joking with it, whether it happens at some big show in the near future or if it eventually happens. Um, I, I, I'm not going to say I wouldn't be surprised, but like I can see the fact that he might be able to have a different workable schedule at a different company whether that happens in the next month or months down the road, but he can just say, I'm out, I'm done, whatever. I thought it was a decent, I thought it was a decent match, but I almost thought Ed showed his age in this match. Uh, Cause within five minutes, uh, Seamus hit him with the Irish curse. And ever since then, it looked like edge was just fatigued. Like just, he was down and out, catching his breath. His movements were labored, and I was just like, "Edge, are you going to be able to finish this match?" I was just concerned with the way he was looking, and he may have been selling that as part of the match, but I don't know, man. That's how I picked it up. I because you know, think about it. if it's your retirement match, you're you're the old man, you know, quote unquote. Like you know, you, you've been in it for so long, so I almost took that as his sell of just. Look at me, man, this is so hard, but I'm still pushing. I'm still fighting. Let me get the chant, the crowd doing the, you still got it. You know, just, you're trying to almost grab that reaction from them. You know what? Um, I'm going to pull this out. I've got the TBZ wag of the finger for the crowd. Because there was no wrestling that happened in this match, and they already started chanting this was awesome. I was like, guys, let them do something first, all right? Let them earn it. You know, I, I get that this is a dream match. You would have loved to see Edge fight Sheamus. Like, that match could have bombed, and you were yelling it was awesome. It's like, you know, it's like the Don Callis thing. Give it a minute to breathe before you make a painting saying F you as a middle finger to them when they say yes. It's a little, I would say, I would just argue, it's a little bit of the hometown crowd thing, right? Like, he's from Toronto. That's that's his That's his crowd. So you saved your final match to be in Toronto in front of your hometown fans. Didn't matter who he was against. They were just going to chant. It was awesome that they, that they might be seeing his last WWE match. Sure. But again, like and I said, I think it was just a sign of, you know, yeah, let I, think, I, first. I think it was just a big sign of respect. And, and yeah. um, I, I, like I said, I thought that, I thought that was awesome. I thought all that stuff was, was awesome. Um, I will say though, it, while I did say that, you know, it looked like edge was, uh, you know, he was layer, you know, like fatigued and whatnot throughout this match. The, the last quarter of this match, he did pick it up again. He, he was able to find his footing, and he was doing some moves again. I was like, okay, you've got some life back into this match. Um, it, it is... Watching this match, it was kind of slow. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just like, take this match and compare it to any AEW match. In that, in that context, this was a slow match. They did but, have a lot of time, though, and they were trying to give him that time to tell that story. You know, I get that. But... And that, that, that's just my my uh, observation of this match is that it was just it was slow, it was methodical, but the moves worked and the moves looked good. And you know, honestly, that's all you need out of a wrestling match. You don't need high octane. Let's go at a hundred miles an hour and caution be damned. Like it was a good match. It was a good send off for Edge. Yeah, I'd pick what you're talking about of just. When you say something about comparing it to an AEW match, I've kind of stopped comparing them 
mostly because I I I'm not this like experienced like you know wrestler that knows the styles, but I feel like I can see a little bit of a difference of to work rate between the two of them, and I just try not to compare, except I. I more compare when I notice them being similar. It's like, oh, they're doing it to this level. Or, oh, they're doing it like they did it. Like, that's the only time I kind of notice a little bit. But I just wanted to touch on that for a, a moment with just what you were saying with that, the AEW like crowd. I don't. I try not to compare it as much because I thought it was solid all around and I wasn't trying to think yeah. about, like, well, if it was over here, he might do this, this, and this. Like, they threw out enough on this match that I just I wouldn't I don't know what else they might do that they wouldn't do elsewhere. That's all. Yep. Yeah. They didn't try and go for broke. They just you know they gave you what you wanted. Some good fat good old fashioned wrestling between two veterans. All right. So before we start talking about the future, I want to I want to ask you guys just as a, qu- a a quick response on this because I know we again we've been running over a little bit, but now if this was Edge's last match, hot. How do you rate his return? Like that from him coming back at the Rumble to this. How do you feel about Edge's return? I'd say it was pretty decent. Um because if you look at it, Edge came back and created the judgment day, which is killing it. Uh and then he came back and gave Grayson Waller a rub. And then he had this match with Sheamus. Oh, wait, no, he had a match with uh Randy Orton, the greatest wrestling match ever. Was it, though? That's what WWE's telling me. Yeah, yeah that's what it was phrased as. No, I, I don't know. It was the match. Um, I, I say before I throw it, oh, go ahead. Yeah, Mr. Rizzo, you go first. I'd say it was a 7.5 out of 10. Oh, I was going to give it a 5. And I wouldn't say that it was disappointing. I wouldn't say that it was under it underachieved. But I could say that there may have been really held and maybe the rating isn't good bad but i mean he had an immediate injury and then he had we had dealt with the pandemic right yeah the um like the 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 triceps injury that 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 definitely that's the one that's the one that i think that really like almost makes me want to grade this as an incomplete because it almost felt like at one point they were going to put a belt on him um and, and the fact that he never won one, and like you said, I know he started the Judgment Day, but he, and he also got booted out of the Judgment Day by a guy who can't even hold the briefcase without fumbling it around. So how impressive is that? Like, but I'm, that's his role. His role was to set them up with a thing that they can, you know, he's trying to help out local talent. Yeah, I mean, I just, I'm relatively, I'm relatively disappointed in in what everything he had from the comeback. I almost his like highlight to me was the return at the rumble and it, everything was kind of downhill from there. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Rizzo. My, the point that I just kind of thought of, like, as we were talking about, was like when he did get injured, that injured, I mean, they didn't treat him like Cody Rhodes. He couldn't just wrestle with the injury. <laughs> like, you know, like he didn't nobody have that gets nasty... the Cody Rhodes treatment except for Cody Rhodes. All right. Yeah. Nobody has that nasty ass, like looking, bruise on their arm or shoulder or whatever and then says that when he takes a cutter that he might throw up 
and the end of the match. Like, just give him a titanium anyway, cast; okay. he'll be fine. Speaking of documentaries, and we'll talk about this real quick. Adam uh, Angle is having a new doc that we'll get to down the road. I so we'll can't have fun. wait to see that. Whenever you're going to recap that that one, I'm there for that episode. We'll make 100%. sure we'll get to that soon, soon, soon. Sure. But anyway, what else we got with the AWW? Well, do we want to touch on the speculation with Edge or? Well, I kind of mentioned that early on, and if it happens, it happens down the road. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's his last match. What what else is there to speculation about? For the folks at home, the rumor is that Edge is going to AEW. Um, People always think you're – I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm sorry to step on you, TVZ, but it's just what I have to do with wrestling. And it's just – it's not even mentioned – not even worth mentioning. You're not retired until you die. It just doesn't matter. The Undertaker, the one-man show, is still going on, so you're right. It just doesn't <laughs> That dude's been dead the entire his entire career. That's what his character and, is. And furthermore, even if you walk, said, I'm alive. And some wrestlers have proven even if you die, they bring you back so you can come and wrestle some more. Looking at you, so, good brothers. <laughs> of speculation of whether someone's going to show up in a promotion or not when they're hot and they They're can, not going to show up. Here, I'll I, say this. Uh, People were claiming he'll come for, for all in and all out, and that's bullshit. He is not coming in to do that. He doesn't have an in with Christian right now. Christian's in a feud with somebody. Unless Edge is going to come back and be this uber like heel that's helping out Christian for some odd reason, it just is. It isn't time for for Edge right now. Like, if you're if, if you're just kind of rumoring that he will go to AEW at some point, then yes, I'm on board. But I've heard people being all like, "Oh, he's going to come to All In, and he's going to end it with Christian." It's like it's like a it's like it's it's a generally known thing that he has his contract is through the end of September. So no, 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 no. See, see, hold on, hold on. All of a sudden, you guys turned into contractologists, and you know every little detail of what Edge can and can't do, or when his contract. I don't care what somebody said. I don't care what anyone really knows. Like I, I don't know. Maybe the stipulation of a contract is that he can't appear appear in anything for a domestic uh, thing and a pay per view, and they happen to not be in the U.S., so he can appear overseas. Like I don't know. Just like why are you guys sure. breaking kayfabe on the fun thing? Oh no, he can't do it. Stop even thinking it's possible. Just let us just think about it. And if it doesn't happen, then we can complain about it didn't happen. Well, then That's I guess. Just- Mr. Rizzo, Rizzo, I'm glad you're on board for me to say The Rock is coming back for WrestleMania. He's going to take the belt off Roman. Let's go, baby. I'm not going to take away your spark, baby. If you want to keep thinking about it, I'd be happy that it might happen. And if it doesn't, then we'll complain about it when it doesn't. Well, that's all I'm saying. Let's just let's I'm not going to take away your joy. Let's just think that it could happen. I just need a Rikishi stink face at WrestleMania, and I'll be happy. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Are we gonna? Yeah. Uh, are we gonna? Are we gonna talk more WWE? Yeah, Maybe. let me talk to you, <laughs> Maddie K. You boys ready to hate me? Sure. I mean, I already do. Oh. <gasps> Yeah, Is you put him I mean? last week. That's we already established that he took you out last week. Anyway, exactly. go on, go on, make it, go on. Go on. I'm, I'm gonna start this. I'm gonna start this by just saying, uh, LA Knight might be one of my favorite people I've heard on the mic in a long time. Like he is awesome. I, he deserves all the crowd pop that he gets. He is not a great wrestler. His matches are not good. I no. 
I'm not going to hate you because honestly, there have been a handful of matches I've watched him in. I'm like, bro. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I watched I watched this whole match that he had. His top three most athletic moves were an elbow drop where he went up to the second rope and went down on the guy. He did a neck breaker and he did a DDT. So like he doesn't do anything really spectacular in matches. He's just a brawler and that's okay. You can do stuff with that. And if you're good enough on the mic, you can get better at that. But yeah, when everyone's just kind of complaining about like why he isn't already in the spotlight, I kind of understand he really needs to get better in the ring. Sorry, not sorry. Mr. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. It. I'm not, I'm not going to be that critical of someone that the most I've seen of him on one or two moves that I would even compare to other people was he looked excited and he rushed that a little bit. And I can see that with so many people who are just, oh, my God, I got everything going right now. Oh my God, I'm, 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 my adrenaline's really popping right now. I'm not saying that he shouldn't be maybe more the fact that he's so experienced. Should, uh, why am I, I'm criticizing him as I'm telling him I'm not criticizing. What the <laughs> hell am I doing? What the hell am I doing? He's, it's cool. It looks cool. It works until he dies in the ring. It's going to be awesome. He's not doing anything like that doesn't work. He's not doing anything that's questionable. It's just, you know, he's, he's fine. You know, Maddie K, I, yeah. I, uh, I, you know, you, you putting it out there in the universe, I kind of wanted to just gloss over it and not, not reference it, but I, I I'm with you though. Like I knew are... what was going to be on this. That's why I was taking my claim so hard before you said anything, TVZ. Yeah, I knew just... I was going to be the lone wolf between you two guys talking about, uh, LA night, not being as good as his, his hype at the moment. And I can't believe it... when I said it. Yeah, I can't believe you just wanted to be Baron Corbin, lone wolf. <laughs> but, I mean, case in point, most recently, too, I think, I, I believe it was on SmackDown, where L.A. Knight tries to uh, clothesline the Miz out of the ring. You know, you like Irish whip him into the ropes and he tries to do it. Took him two tries to get him out of the ring. And God bless the editors over at WWE, because when they showed the recap of it, they were smooth and made it look like he only did it in one try. And I was like, wow, they are really covering up for L.A. Knight. Where you just won a battle royal. How do you not know how to throw people over a rope? Right. And I'm waiting for Mr. Rizzo to go, well, maybe the Miz didn't do something properly. Why is it L.A. Knight's fault? It's the Miz. I got nothing. I just can't. I keep thinking of other things. really nice shoes on. <laughs> yeah, I just keep thinking they were, they were of things. sticking. You know, they, would, they wouldn't go because they're nice shoes. <laughs> I just Traction, keep thinking of things to say to Matty K after he called me wanting to be Baron Corbin. Which I wouldn't think is a bad thing, but you, out of the two, of us, lone wolf. out of it. the two, out of the two of us, TVZ, who looks more like Baron Corbin? That's all I'm gonna say. All right, like who who, who looks more like Baron Corbin? Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. Well, real um, quick before we move on, all like all we, the wait, wait, wait. we didn't even can't move on. We didn't even get to Tazawa. Sorry. Was I was just going to say that. All this crashing yes. of L.A. Knight, there was a great segment on Raw between the Miz and Tozawa and inevitably L.A. Knight. I'm going to just cats out of the bag. But the Miz was going to have a match, and he, he was going to have this prestigious challenger that he handpicked for this evening, and it turned out to be Tozawa. So he comes on down, and he's like, he basically is trying to interview Tozawa, and as he's doing it, he's doing that thing. He's doing L.A. Knight's thing. He's just like, so, what do you think about this? Yeah. 
I thought you have more to say to this. Well, what about that? Yeah. <laughs> and like he did it a bunch of times, which pissed the Miz off. And then he baited the Miz even into saying, yeah, which pissed him off even more because of his feud with LA Knight. And then he's like, well, I'm going to wrestle you now. So they had a match and, uh, L.A. Knight comes in and causes a disturbance, you know, interference of the match, which allows Tozawa to actually win the match. And I just want to bring this up because it's interesting to me that they are having a feud between two superstars who are on opposite brands. And I'm kind of curious to see where they're going to go. What? Tozawa actually won the match? I don't. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tozawa won the match. It's something I missed a little bit. It was a, the way I thought I heard. I thought Miz eventually won. Then I'm like, well, that was kind of dumb. But the fact that Tozawa won, that makes it even funnier of of uh, L.A. Knight kind of sticking it to him a little bit with that. Right. Because it was a callback to SmackDown where L.A. Knight had a match, and I forget who it was against, but the Miz showed up and was ringside and caused a distraction, causing him to lose. So, oh, it was against Austin Theory. That's what it was. It was yeah, Austin Theory the, versus the LA Knight, and he shot. lost that match because of The Miz. So then this felt like a callback to that, where LA Knight's like, all right, you, you screwed me up on my brand. I'm going to come to your house and screw you up on your match. So that was a fun segment. Uh, if I'd say if you're going to watch Raw this past week, check this segment out. I was dying. It was, it was a treat. Yeah. yeah you check out... If you're, if you're gonna check out Raw, you should honestly be watching the Gunther Gable match, which was what a, what a transition. So good. Yes. What a, what a transition and what a match. What a match it was. <laughs> Listen, Gable Gable gave me everything that we hoped that he was going to be. We knew he wasn't gonna win, right? Everyone agreeing. We know that this honky tonk man record's gonna yeah. get broken. Sadly, but yeah. But I really I really wanted him. My heart was saying yes, but uh, my my brain was saying no. <laughs> I, I am I'm at least happy that WWE like gave Gable like this opportunity because he deserves that he he's been so good lately I just hope they don't bury him after this because he deserve it just he deserves better than that Mr Rizzo what do you think I can see them the way they built him up enough where it's possible he beats him after he beat gets the record like that was enough of a build up even though they kind of I don't know. It's enough of a buildup so, that it happens. I'd still tear, carry in the torch for uh, dragging off. But anyway. So I, I was going to say, I would say, listen, I did a little bit of research on this because I was just curious, right? If you're going to have somebody beat Gunther and take this after he's been the like the longest reigning champion ever, right? It's got to be somebody good, right? Like this Honky Tonk Man has had this record since just about as old as I am. And do you actually know? Do you some quick trivia on the IC belt. Do you know uh, who beat the Honky Tonk Man for what, or to break his record, what, to have him lose the belt? I don't know who. Oh, hold on, hold on. I, 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 I know where it happened. I just don't know who it happened against. Uh, actually, one fun thing: he, when his title reign began right here in, in Buffalo, Buffalo, New York. That's what I meant. Uh, yeah. No, but he, his loss, his loss was to last oh, chance. Last my chance. bad. I thought you meant who he beat, who Honky Tonk uh, beat. I, that I can tell lost. you that one. He beat Ricky the Steamboat. Uh, uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yep. So but now thought, who, defeat, my, who defeated him? I thought it was him? Gorilla Monsoon. And he you're gonna you're gonna be later. real mad, Mister Rizzo, when you don't come up with this. Honky Tonk lost to three. 
Two. Uh, oh, I think I might one. know that. Hold on, hold on. I actually know. Pa- Cowboy Bob Orton. Oh, no, sir. It is the ultimate warrior. The yep. ultimate warrior, right? So so think about those names, right? Steamboat, Honky Tonk Man, and now you've got, and then and then you had Ultimate Warrior, right? Those are some big names. And now look at it now. You have Gunther and Smash Between. Oop, here's a pop quiz question for you. Same thing, IC title belt p- trivia. Who did Gunther beat to win the IC belt? Does anybody remember? Clue, it is a TBZ favorite. Naomi. <laughs> no. No. God, I Gunther am blanking. Did not beat Miami so for the UFC title belt. I'm sorry I brought that up. Um, it's definitely yeah. the oh high flying. Was it Finn? No. Ricochet? Ray- it, it was Ricochet. Oh, so now let's, you got Ricky. You got so you got went Steamboat, Honky Tonk, Ultimate Warrior, and now you're going Ricochet. Gunther, you know, what I mean, I, just, I feel like you need a big name. I don't know if, you, if it was Gable there, just it don't know. It looks weird to me, but well, uh, I mean, if you're going to do it that way, if you think it's the guy who's got to take off the title, it's got to be that's got to be true. Got to be someone, um, you know, oh, part, of, he, he part of Mick Riddle already. right now. Sure, but he is. I would argue someone on the quote prestige that you're uh, that you're trying to get at Matikea. You're not. You're, you're listen. You're not. You're not. Again, you're not wrong. I just. I'll be. I'll be curious to see how it goes. I just. I really will. But I, I want to thank everybody for coming to their history class today. Um, there will be no homework assignments. But uh, be, ready for, be ready for next pop quiz. I like how you brought it up. Not that I did any research, but how about some nation of speculation? Of anyone got uh, an idea of who's going to take the title off Gunther? I've been. I've been carrying the flag. Everyone knows me. I'm going with of. Uh, Ilya Dragunov. From- I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Gable. Uh, with the way this match ended, you know, we're talking about like how, oh, uh, you know, I guess I felt like the way we were talking, we made it felt like he lost this match, and he actually beat Gunther. You know, uh, we're talking about, oh, will he get a chance down the line to actually try and fight him for the belt? Right, we didn't even mention that that, that Gable actually won this match. He won by countout. So he technically doesn't get the belt, but he gets the W on Gunther, and that's a good the way to set Rhodes. And that's a good way to set him up for when Gunther is done beating this record, you can be like, Gable be like, well, I beat you, I deserve a rematch for this belt, and then have him beat him. So that's what I'm going on, it's Chad Gable. I don't care what Maddie Kay thinks about who needs to win this IC belt. Gable deserves some recognition, and what better way than to give him the IC? What better way than to give him the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship? I love that. I, I, I hate really it. love that. I tweeted at Gunther. I was like, "Bro, the heavyweight is not in that title. Stop saying lies. it." Lies. It is. Lies. No, it it no, is no. in that title. Content. Look that up. Whole championship. Man, hey, who you got beating Gunther? Did you say it and I don't so, remember? So, Medicaid, no, I did. Are we talking about the WWE Intercontinental Championship? Period. No other words to add to that? Here, I'll send you the wiki of this belt where there's no heavyweight in the fucking title. It's Gunther oh, trying to assert it, and as, he is wrong. Might, might as well be an AEW title then. <laughs> Somebody got something wet. Mm. Uh, anyway, um, I actually kind of like what you're taught where like where you're going. I think it could be somebody coming up and then making a name for themselves. But I'm not going to pick Dragonoff. I'll pick 
Braun. Breaker? Oh, or... Braun Breaker. That's not bad. That's a, that's okay. I thought he was going yeah. Bronson Reed. That'd be another one who's kind of up there as a, a Ooh, beef. The Kaiju. The Kaiju. Yeah, give it to the that's Kaiju. That's not a bad pick at all either. So, but nope, sticking sticking it with my original. All right. Well, I guess you know a couple of those guys would be considered monsters. A couple of some, at least someone that's working as a monster right now in the ring. I would say how they're trying to build up Chelsea Green's new tag partner, and that would be Piper Nevin. Um, with yes. the new women's uh, tag champs. Um, before maybe go on in this. No, no, I'm just going to take it. Um, I think we talked about it last week. Did we talk about it last week, or did me and TBZ talk about this? Of them? No, no, no. We, no, we, no, we talked about it. I, you were very excited for this partnership. That they kind of jumped the gun early with it? Yeah. They could have got a yep. couple weeks ago. Good. Yeah, the anyway. Chelsea's uh, Chelsea's show or was what was her little like Twitter thing she had going on, like American TikTok? Idol thing going on or whatever tryouts for mm-hmm. uh, the tag belt. That was yeah, no, I I agree with you boys. When I heard you say that, I was like, that would have been fun. I was I was ready to watch this play out for a couple of weeks. <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm less enthused if they're gonna have her them not work out right away if it's always going to be contentious to to the point where they're not on the same page like i thought that they would but maybe they are and they're just not having chelsea be the dominant one like she was but just a different dynamic than i thought they were going to go maybe maybe i'm talking myself back into it ever after i said i thought it was just different (laughs) anyway TBZ, what you got? Well, the reason I put this on the list for us to talk about is just I'm enjoy I, I enjoy what happened this week on Raw. I, I like what I'm seeing out of this tag duo, and I, I subscribe. I want to know more. Um, I did find it funny that uh, my speculation got like shattered as I was watching because I'm watching this and I just go. You know, I kind of hope it's just Piper Nevin winning all of their matches and Chelsea, like, never gets tagged in. And she's just like, yeah, we're the tag champs. And Nevin goes, I'm the tag champs. I'm doing all this work. You're just Nicholas to my Braun Strowman. Don't you compare Chelsea to Nicholas. He's better than that. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I thought that. And then Chelsea started the match. And I was like, well, so much for that. But... I will say that Niven did kind of dominate that match. So Chelsea was in, tagged Niven in, and Niven just dominated. Also, they went up against Team KC, which I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> these late- Niven's going to fold both of these ladies up in half and put her in her purse and walk out with them. For the folks at home, Team KC is Katana Chance... And, uh, oh God, I'm blanking on the other one, but it's another I, one that's like, I'm Peyton just letting you Carter. sink there, TBZ, because every time I ever brought them up, I did the exact same thing of not knowing, and I just at one point called them K-squared, Yeah, even though I like, like yeah, I K-squared. don't know if they're just K-squared, and they come out with the air guns that are just weird, and like, they used to be backpacks, and then they're just like, hoses that are connected to the back it just it's just a little weird and i've it's the rave gimmick from nxt man you know they were the the happy-go-lucky ravers here's the thing what they do for me is they tell me other moves that i actually haven't seen and they make it say like 
well, this is extra athletic because they're kind of small and they can move. And I'm like, well, I want to see that same move out of like, you know, two guys that are 250. You know, let's see if that happens. You know, like, I don't know. That's just, they've done a couple moves that have been interesting that are off the ropes, off the whatever. And uh, that's, that's all. That's what I've seen out of them. But it's just, they're, they're dynamic. Their dynamic is a little weird when they enter the ring for me. That's mm-hmm. all. So, yeah, like they didn't get really, uh, the, ta- the women tag champs, Chelsea Green and Piper Niven, didn't really get too much of a challenge this week, but they are telling a story, and I like the story that they're progressing, and I'm I'm kind of I'm, I'm hoping to see how long this goes. Uh, and I'll, I'll argue at this pace, we are probably going to see this play out for maybe a month or so, and fingers crossed. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. I like seeing Piper Nevin. I've been a huge fan of her. They did a bit of little vignette of her. How much I said it as our little transition of like her being a monster. Like yeah. her just actually looking like because she has she has been doing an NXT NXT UK. Like she's a wrestler. She doesn't just like act like a monster that can't get knocked down and hit people once or twice and stagger. She throws people around. She does body slams. She throws, uh, she does uh, bo- cross bodies. It's just, it's awesome. So, more from her. Um, yeah, good stuff. Good indeed, stuff. Indeed, indeed. Anything uh, else that we did or didn't get to on either show, or what am I missing? What am I missing? No, I think that. I think we're reaching. The I end know what of we're missing here. I know what we're missing. I know what we're missing. We're missing an NXT minute that was heat waved yesterday. Um, because I, I'm sort of on vacation this week and I moved and I, I didn't get to it. So I'm sorry. I'll get in that next minute, maybe next week. I will say, I, I am glad to get that silence for the past two weeks now. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's another thing we should have. The little housekeeping that you had at the beginning of the show I should have had was me doing the editing last week. I'm trying to put together a show without TBZ. Um, and I just used some new slash, um, uh, other people's music with Adam Cole and MJF with the mashup, and and Matty K and I did a mashup. So that's just that's I just did something crazy and something weird. To but, quote, to quote me when I texted you while we were trying to figure out this whole editing bit, I did not plan well for being injured. <laughs> no, no, that, that's not how it works. For the yeah. folks at home, gotta I can't. Have, gotta have that emergency plan in place, right? Yeah. Uh, for the folks at home, I can't sit at my uh, my desk where I do my editing because of my injury. So uh, I've been couch surfing, and all the files are up there. So I'm just like, the wife's been doing enough for me already. I'm not gonna task her with. Hey, can you go on here, get these files, and upload them to Drive and shit like that? So that that is why Mr. Rizzo brought that up. So, but this yeah, we'll week I've got my laptop excuses. here, so so I'm, uh, I've got Audacity downloaded already. I'm ready to go. So uh, we should be, I should hey, be more able first, to help out. <laughs> first crack at it, it was fun. First crack at it, it was fun. <laughs> Pull an Austin theory here and just say you sound weak. You just got to have a stronger knee than that. Just be, you're, you're weak, weak. Get it done. <laughs> all right. Uh, I, I I think I'm good. Uh, I, we've covered all the topics, and, man, we've been going for a little bit here. Look at us. We'll go strong with All In next week. We did a little bit of prediction of All In. There's so many. There isn't so many matches. I think it's going to be like a three- or four-hour show. But like I mentioned in our pre-show, it's going to be like a little uh, little uh, tid. What's the preview of the football season where it starts in the East Coast at 12 o'clock and probably runs to about like four or five, maybe at no, probably like four, I think. So it'll be like a, watching a one o'clock football game with a little bit of the pre-show. 
sit on your couch, have a few beers, watch the show. It's going to be awesome. Uh, and then we'll talk about it all next week. We'll talk about it all next week. Um, we'll figure yeah. it out of who's going to watch where, where, when. But uh, I think we also got something else. We got the. I think it's time for the Tope. It's our Tope Suicida moment of the week. Where we talk about our things we're looking forward to in wrestling this coming week. Maybe something we missed this week that we didn't get to. Uh, yeah, lots going on. Um, I got to think of something because, yeah. Maddie yeah, K, do you, have you, your, do you have your tope? Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, Santos Escobar. I'm really liking the story that's going on right now. He's been he's been great, and I feel like the build's been nice. So um, I want to see what happens with this whole love triangle with him and Theory and Rey Mysterio for the uh, U.S. belt. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, my, uh, my tope is the kangaroo kick. I want to see MJF try and pull off a kangaroo kick in their Ring of Honor match. Very nice. Like, the kangaroo even if they don't kick. get it off, I want to watch him try and achieve it. Like Even if like somebody comes in and like blindsides him before he gets it off, but just the idea of him trying to get this move over, I'm, I'm here for it. Well said. That's going to be fun. That would be cool. I'm going to steal a match on All In as well. I mean, you, you got a point. You got... You use DraftKings well. You have an oppor- two opportunities to maybe see the kangaroo kick. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's but, true. Uh, oh, I my God. What if Adam Cole pulls it up on MGF? Oh, my God. That's how he pulled Yeah, great great heel move. He oh. learned it from the best in the, in the match earlier. That would be great. That'd be great. Oh. But uh, I think that the match that I'm, I'm at first, there was a split second that it may or may not happen, but – FTR versus the Young Bucks, you know, and I mean, there is a stadium stampede match in Wembley. I have no idea how that's not going to be fun and crazy more than anything else, but crazy. But FTR and the Young Bucks, I think I'm really here for, and I'm really excited for. And that's going to be a thing that I, you know, yeah, it'll just be me on the couch having. Having some triangles, having some beers, watching some shows, watching some wrestling. Can't wait. Can't wait. Maddie K, what you got? Um, can I j- just say for a second that just popped in my head some of my last little quick nation of speculation. How great would it be to see Roderick Strong come out and for Adam Cole and uh, him to do the double clothesline to MJF to beat him? That would be great. Yeah, just anything what? to get him involved. That would be awesome. What? That, that's how you do the heel turn, man. What an ending. That's how. That's my. That's how I want to see that. And wow, just calling it all wow. from, from the top rope. I like it. Just do a new. <laughs> I like it at the very end. Calling a shot at the end. All right. Hopefully, we can all get to this and watch this and talk about it next week. It should Definitely. be a great show. That crowd in London. It's in London. It's going to be hot. It's going to be so awesome. It's, it's going to be, be hotter. So it's going to be hotter than that Canada crowd was when KO made his return. Because oh. man, that crowd popped. That yeah, did. That was that was a good one. Didn't right. talk about that at all. And Mr. Rizzo sitting there wearing his KO shirt and didn't hey, even bring it up. He had every opportunity every week. He had that opportunity to tell us that we should talk about it. That's all right. That meant we didn't have to talk about Cody Rhodes. So I'm fine with it. What good, week. Talk about? good week we didn't have to talk about Cody Rhodes or Bloodline. <laughs> Stupid Bloodline. 
All righty. Well, I think that'll do it for us here at Honk If You Love Wrestling. Matty K.O., thanks for coming along. Always a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes. Mr. Rezzo? Great to talk wrestling with you guys. I, I miss you both. It, it, it really it really keeps me together with a lot of shit going on. So just keep it going each week. And like you said, we're really crawling to that one year, sir, with you, me almost, you know, me moving, can't almost get on recording, not having the, the internet working right away, you all losing a tire, you know, busting a tire and maybe not getting stuff. So we're like two, three weeks away. We're the year anniversary. So it's really awesome. We can get to that. Let's keep going. But yeah, uh, love the show. Keep it going. Honk It'll be a celebration, time. bitches. So check us out at Wrestling Honks on formerly known as Twitter. Uh, YouTube under the moniker of Honk If You Love Wrestling. Also TikTok, Instagram, Hurdy Gurdy, Blue Sky. Still haven't seen any of those emails. Give us an invite. I tried uh, to get on threads. It didn't work. I'm on personal threads, but we'll, we'll figure something else. But yeah, we'll, we'll work into it. Uh, wrestling honks, but please send us some send us some emails at honk if you love wrestling at Gmail and tell me a good name for my new studio. Yes, yes. You know, you know the the dining room with a window. What I mean, what do we call it? What do we call it? Anyway, honk it like it's hot. Honk. Help. We're gonna honk. Yeah.